listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy, Barbara Cameron. Hello, everybody. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. And with overwhelming feedback from the last episode, right, buddy? I mean, overwhelming. I mean, she just crushed it. We have Jessica Warrior back in the splash zone. Hi, Jess. Hi. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for having me back. We love it. Um, We We love love it. We can't wait. All the way from Texas. (laughs) Yeah. Jessica is the woman who started an incredible journey over a year ago to lose weight naturally, you guys. I'm I'm talking completely naturally. And she lost 200 pounds. And she just dedicated herself to eating good, working out, her faith, and to just keep going, keep on keeping on. And doing competitions. Oh, yes. And then she would do these amazing (laughs) Amazing transformation competitions, which she documented all on her Instagram. So you all can go back and watch this. And it's all proof. It's all on there. And she entered her first body competition and she ended up winning the thing, the transformation, which was unbelievable. And she documented all of it. And she shared in our first episode Mm -hmm. with her just the journey and the decision what a that she made. She was. I she, mean, she is Jessica the Warrior. That's right. One hundred percent. And so now, fast forward to today, part mm. two. Jessica, you have some exciting and interesting news. When we spoke last, you kind of left all of us on a cliffhanger, if you remember, <laughs> that you had some some great news, but you couldn't tell us about it. So. Fill us all in on what happened, because if anyone's been following you, the 150,000 people who follow her on Instagram, you already know the answer to this. But if you didn't, please share this amazing news that's happened in your life recently. In January, I had uh, filmed a little documentary with a surgeon, and we just kind of hung out in the day. He said he had a surprise for me just for doing it. He really wanted to come get to know me, get to know my journey, hang out with me, and just spend a little bit of time with me. He He wanted to do a documentary, right, or something like that? Yes. Okay. It was a little documentary, but he calls it Plastic Road Trip. So he came down. He had his co-host. His name is Jackson, and they came and a little 1970 type of buggy, like, bus. And so, so you had one of those, Barbara. The VW, the VW bus. Bu- yes, Barbara had yeah. one of those back in the day. Yeah, they, they're doing a, a road trip coming across. They want to try, start traveling, doing little road trips, and spend a day with somebody that they feel like deserves, you know, any kind of, like, plastic surgery to help them with their journey. So he offered me the loose skin removal surgery. Wow. Wow, wow. So my choice was, of course, my stomach. That's, that's the area that I struggle with the most between, between that and my legs. But I know that, you know, just moving on with my with my loose skin removal from my, my stomach and then being able to even get a breast lift, has it's already been a game changer. I'm just, um, I'm not even four weeks post-op yet. And wow. it's like, and I already love the results that I'm seeing and mm. that I already see even and my nutrition has helped a lot because now I can actually eat oatmeal, eat egg whites, and I'm not getting as inflamed. Like I start having issues with eating certain foods that I would always eat before that would cause me inflammation in my stomach and my skin would get puffy. And and was that um, because of the loose skin? I, I think so. Wow. I, it, every, I don't know. 
and just everything just changed all of a sudden. Right. Like the things that I always ate during my weight loss journey, I started having issues. So I had to, you know, cut them out for a while. And just like when I did the competitions, I would have to go like 100% whole foods. And if I did have any kind of off meals, if like I love Mexican food, so I do like to be able to enjoy a nice, you know, fajitas. I love my queso, you know, it's called Tex-Mex here, Mm -hmm. you know, then the next day I get really swollen and puffy and um, between the sodium and the carbs and just anything that's like processed preservatives, my body would just react to it. And now I'm, besides like the regular swelling, I'm, I'm not having those issues that I was having before, which has been a huge, already a game changer. So I'm really excited to see how things progress and see how my body responds. Like once I do heal and I'm not as swollen, but it's already like... A, a huge game changer and it has really like changed my life already so. well i've i've seen some of your photos yes. on instagram oh and i'm goodness. like oh my gosh you look at her and and it, it doesn't even seem like it's been that long and no. all of it, i mean you're just you're it, just amazing i know but i is this a, a rumor or was this the truth did you enter eight days post-op another competition or were you visiting a friend I, I went to go visit the same, the, the first competition that I won. Yes. Because it's like, I am very, you Yeah, know, you're passionate. the queen. Yeah, you won I, that. I love seeing the girls and, and, you know, I knew that, you know, quite a bit, quite a few girls were going to be competing that I, that I knew. And there was even, there were so many, there was like 63 girls that stepped on stage. I know, but and did you step on stage or did you just go to support them? support them. them? I went to go to support. Okay, okay. yes, because I mean, you're only eight days right. post-op. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because I yeah. saw you, some photos on yes. your Instagram, and I thought, there's no way she's in another competition this she fast. Looked, right? I mean, you looked no. great, I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you just went I to went, show up. That's incredible. Yeah. The girl that won this year, she has an amazing, you know, story. And I communicate a lot with, if anybody reaches out to me, I really do, I try my best to, you know, talk to them back and communicate back with them. And, you know, she was at that point where she was not going to do it because she was worried because she's over 40. She's a single mom of five kids. She doesn't have Mm. a perfect body. She doesn't have a million followers on Instagram. So she's not like the typical Instagram type of influencer. And I was like, girl, you seen me. I wasn't either. I'm like, just do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. Mm. You inspired her. Wow. Yeah. And my friend Kristen, who did it last year, is same thing. She was like, if you didn't do it with your loose skin, I, I wouldn't be doing this like right now. And I'm like, this is just crazy. Like the, the that, you know, I took that that leap of faith. I took that step and I paved the way for women. And I, w- I didn't even know I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never know like what, what's going to do with, with you or with something you're going to do. And it's just like, now that I see it, I'm just like, wow. I just that's that's a word for someone listening right now. Somebody's listening right now that's working on becoming a better version of themselves and they feel maybe Mm -hmm. completely alone in doing that. You had no idea back when you walked into that boot camp, right, in Texas to start doing this that you would then be affecting people's lives and inspiring people to do things that you never dreamed or imagined. And that's what God does. He does exceedingly Mm -hmm. more, the Mm -hmm. Bible says, than we could hope or even imagine. Mm -hmm. Here, you're just imagining, can I just get my weight off and be fit so I don't kill myself? 
Can I be healthy? Can, can I, I be healthy? healthy? Right. You're going to start a movement. Is what I called it a revelation. There we go. And I'm excited to see where the future can go because it's like now I made it through this step and everything's healing pretty good for the most part. And it's like, what can I do next? Right. I have to keep myself motivated. How's your energy? Because I know you you posted something about that. Like, how are you feeling that way? My energy is like you do a couple little things and you're tired. Right. Because body at this point right now, my body's using a lot of energy to heal itself. So any little thing, like even if I can even tell, like I'm so much weaker, just opening like a jug of water that the twist, sometimes that's a struggle for me um, to get it open. So I'm just like, it's like when I do get back in the gym, I have to give myself some grace. So I'm like, already yes. you got some grace. You went that's through, right. you're going through recovery. I can't be as hard on myself, you know. It's And it's hard to- when you're such a, a, a go-getter, mm-hmm. you know, you've been yeah. just a, such a go-getter and now God's saying, no, no. You need to just rest Be now. Still Be for a still. And know know that, that I am God. That's right. And yeah. give yourself some grace, mm. and uh, He'll yeah. see you through this recovery. And then mm. you'll know when it's time to to get back to doing what you love to do. Exactly. And I'm like, we'll get there again. I'm like, I, I already. I'm not in the gym. I. I'm eating more balanced meals, trying to be. You know, sometimes when your cycle comes. I just wanted ice cream. And I'm like, here I am in the store, like buying ice cream. And I'm like, give yourself some grace. It's going to be fine. You still look amazing. My body's not responding the way it was. My swellings come down a lot, especially in my legs. And that was another thing that was like really hard to see myself bigger. And that's like, it's something that's out of your, your control. So it's like, okay, you have to give yourself that grace because Mm -hmm. it's like, this is just what my body's healing. My body just went through a lot of trauma and I have to... Did just... they tell you how much skin they took off? Do they weigh that and tell you what that was? Yes. Yeah, so just from my stomach, he removed four and a half pounds. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. And he said the typical person, they normally get off maybe a pound to two pounds. And I didn't do like a whole full 360. I didn't do arms or anything you know extra um so i know i'm sure if we would have did like more we would definitely got more more skin off but he said that was actually you know really quite a quite a bit than what he normally takes off of anybody but you know me being a you know weight loss um massive weight loss person um you typically can get off quite a bit um he said that he betty before that wasn't exactly like lean and, and but they had like their pooch or their stomach had just hung over and so he was able to remove it. and I think he said he removed like the most he removed was like 11 11 pounds 12 pounds mm. wow wow yeah. that's like a child I mean that's more yeah. than a child like Blake was like yeah. nine pounds wow wow that's a, that's incredible I know we discussed before about you now being in the public eye and on social media and the great opportunities and the, and then also the challenges and then the trolls. How yes. is that now with you sharing about the skin removal uh, and this documentary? Has it been the same or how is your heart? I just want to check on you. Well, I've actually like been overwhelmed at how supportive everybody was because mm. I was a little worried about that, you know, with me being, you know, 
you know, loose skin and all. And I was like, okay, I wonder how everybody's going to respond to that. And I was just like, I was so overwhelmed at all the support that everybody was just so excited for me. Everybody was excited for me besides the trolls. Right. Uh, Well, they're not real. Yeah. 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 These are just people that, you know, they're unfortunately, they're miserable and they just, they want to pick. better to do. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I decided, I'm like, I'm not giving them I don't have very much energy right now so I'm just I'm just I'm not going to give them my energy and there's no Amen. point either and what's what's the point right uh, God knows my heart God knows me and you know my surgeon knows me he knows my journey he's seeing me in person mm-hmm. and understands like what I what I went through and stuff and he's been there so to support me and so it's like um the, they'll go on the the YouTube video and just tear me apart and make try to make me look out, out to be something that I'm not, and I'm just like, I'm just not giving them that that energy. And it's like they'll bring up stuff that happened at the the last competition, and and say like I had a hissy fit that I shouldn't deserve, and they'll just make up stuff. And I'm like, what are you making up stuff? Yeah. I've never been against the skin removal, and and people they they know it like. Like I've always wanted it. And yeah, you've been extremely transparent. No one, no one could say that. I mean, I, you're one of the most transparent people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't even look at my own self in my bra and underwear right now, okay? <laughs> and I'm alone in my bathroom, let alone take a photo of it. I'm like, you are a warrior of warriors. <laughs> yeah. I'm posting a, a picture of my bro in my underwear, but I'm like, it's just it's part of the you know the the journey and stuff, and and it's like, it's hard to even post anything like that, but you know I know that it's just it's amazing to see seeing like the difference and going through this part of the journey of even being able to wear anything because before it was so hard to find anything to fit and then to even stay up even when I did lose the weight. But yeah, I mean, I just kind of in a better place with it. Um, I kind of had went through a hard little mindset with, you know, with the trolls and kind of letting them get to me. And then I was going back, looking at some of my pictures even before the surgery. And I was like, I still look good. Why was I letting them get to me? Like, That's right. That's right. I was like, yeah, I gained a little bit of weight. And it's pretty typical after a competition, after you go through that, because you're not meant to be your stage lean, your I you know, you get pretty low in calories whenever you do a competition like that. And you tend to gain weight even afterwards. Even people, even like other competitors like that are like bikini competitors. I was watching one girl's post today. Um, she gained 10 pounds. Uh, she was like 113 pounds. Now she's 123 pounds. I'd like to be days. 123. Mm. Hello, I'm like, on. wow. I mean, she's just blowing come up. On. I mean... <laughs> in my yeah. right leg, I'm 123. <laughs> this is why it's so important. And I want to hear this from you because I know we touched on it a little bit in the first episode, but I really want our listeners to lean in and be splashed right now with your testimony because I feel like people can have opinions on mm-hmm. how to be a Christian and, and what your relationship with God should look like and mm-hmm. what your ministry should be. And I think it's really dangerous when we start becoming fruit inspectors. Right. And not allowing God to, not to trust God enough to speak through a sister or brother in Christ. And I'm not talking about if you're diving into sin. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about God obviously has given you this platform for a purpose. Right. Yes. And so 
tell me your testimony. How did you come, Jessica, to a saving knowledge of Christ? And how has that grown as you have lost the weight? You know, my mom, she was 14 whenever she, she had me. So we always grew up in poverty. Your mom is a warrior. Way to make the next right decision. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Look at that. Like, I think a lot of 14-year-olds would have aborted a baby. Right. Can I get an yeah. amen right now? Yeah. Your mom's a warrior. That's yeah. where you're getting it from. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like the, everything that I've gone through, you know, growing up has just, you know, made me to get to this point, you know, everything you go through, you have, it's how you respond. So, and I decided to take it and, and grow from it and just become who I am today. But, um, growing up, we lived in poverty. So we, we, um, lived off the food stamps. We bounced from house to house. Sometimes we even lived in hotels. We lived with my aunt. We, I lived with my grandma. And so, you know, you know, we, we had a hard time, especially financially. Um, so we would have to go to like, you know, church banks to get food, just to have to have food to survive. And um, there was a lady, I just remember her, I was really young. She had like gray hair. She, she invited us to church. So she started taking me to church. Um, and how old were you right then? How old were you? I was probably six, seven oh. or eight. So I was really young. So that's, of course, that's important. And I'm so glad that, you know, she's seen that in me and seen that I, I needed that. And I, you know, fell in love with it. I never knew anything like this, like praise and worship and starting to learn the Bible and stuff. And, and I really needed that, you know, growing up. So that way I can really grasp that, that love and that concept because I had a, I didn't have an easy childhood. I went through quite a bit and she was like another, like a, was another lady. She was like another grandma to us. So, um, you know, I was going to this church. So she started bringing us to the Salvation Army. So eventually we just transitioned over to the Salvation Army. And so I started being involved there. Just, I was probably like a preteen. And I started going to the church camps. And, and um, we have a little camp out here in Texas that we would go to every summer. And so it's just like every, every summer, every, and then when we got to a team, we would have like retreats and just being able to go and to these church camps, like it really helped me with my relationship with Christ and grow more and more. Um, got into, you know, high school, fell in love with the guy, moved out to Texas and I kind of fell off with going to church, but you know, you always still had that back in my heart, you know, that the love of Christ, I still would pray and always had my Bible because, you know, I had a couple of Bibles that were given to me. And, you know, I went through a lot of relationship things with my ex and, and I even got into some things that were, was not good that I ended up doing even in my twenties and just hanging on to Christ one way or another really got me through a lot of those hard times. I stayed in Houston. I found Lakewood Church. And so I showed up one day and I was just like, I was just so overwhelmed. I felt welcome. You just felt the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, I, I like, I got tearful right away. And by the end of the service, I stood up and recommitted my life to mm. Christ. It's been a little over 10 years. It hasn't been perfect. It's been rocky. You know, I still would kind of, you know, still go out to the clubs. I still wasn't all the way there. And then one year I was just like, I can't live this life anymore. I can't, you know, be in, you know, have one foot in and one foot out. And, um, 
you know, I still have my struggles and, but, you know, just really going through my journey has really helped me a lot, has made me, you know, stronger. And I depend more on Christ, especially to get through those hard times, especially when I am doing this prep for this competition. And, you know, I would just, we would pray, you know, I'd pray with my, with the members at church because I served at Kids Life. I did the choir and my weight just really, it was really hard on me. You know, I remember, um, one of our, one of the leaders that we were, we did co-ministry together. So we led um, the kids' life together and I, I would have a hard time because my pain, my back, and he would be like, Miss Jessica, you want me to bring you a chair? And I'd be like, yes, please. And I would have to take so many breaks and then just walking from the car to, you know, from the garage inside, you know, it was hard on me. And then just serving, but there was just some services that I just wouldn't have pain and I could just make it through it. And then it would, it would catch up with me later on. <laughs> but mm. it was just like, the point is like, I have to do something. I cannot live like this. And, you know, we would pray and pray and pray. And finally, you know, January 5th came around and I stepped on the scale for a diabetic game and 354 pounds and everything just bled up. So I just, I just had to trust God during that process and just, just believe that he was going to, you know, make something happen. But I knew that I would have to put the work in it. He would give me the strength. He would give me the resources. Mm. I need it, but I had to do the yes. work. That's right. And I finally, I, I quit trying to, you know, date or any of that stuff. And I just, was like, okay, I have to focus on myself. I have to get myself ready. You know, I needed to get um, my financial stuff, get my credit and all this stuff ready. You know, I need to focus on myself and trying to date is a distraction. And I took that time off. I put the work in and here I am. Here I mm. am now. Mm. Everything up accordingly and made, made a way. And he always makes a way. And it's like now, right now, I can't work. So you come to that financial part and you're just like, you get worried. And it's like, okay, I know I'm okay right now, but can I make it through next month? And I'm like, just hold tight. I got to just keep trusting him. Keep trusting he's going to make a way one way or another and keep moving forward. That's right. Mm -hmm. I want to tell, I want everyone who's listening, because you just really poked my heart with something that I want to always remember and have people be reminded of. You did something back in that January when you got on that scale and weighed in at 354 pounds. The truth set you free in that moment. Now, that didn't mean that there wasn't work to be done, but there was a freedom that came with that. And because you had the courage to step on the scale for the truth, because if you look at my driver's license, girlfriend, I don't weigh that. I put a totally different number on my driver's license than if I were to weigh on the scale. So it's like there's a truth that sets us free, the Bible talks about. And what that truth ended up doing was it, it, it put a light then on your finances and it put a light on your relationships and it put on light on where, where God was lighting up the way for you to go for the plans that he has for your life to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. So it was almost like, yeah, you were weighing in for this diet bet thing. But God goes, I'm going to use that diet bet thing to actually show you the truth of where you're at and who you can become. Yes. And then you just each day decided to become a better version of yourself in Jesus's name. And what was neat was you're like, and then I need to get my finances or I got to get this because that's what the light of Christ does. If we hide all this stuff in the darkness and lie on our driver's license 
what we really weigh, but we what we don't weigh, or don't get on the scale because I don't really want to see what I weigh. I'll just keep buying bigger clothes. I never get the truth and the freedom that comes with the truth that God wants to give all of us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With it could be with your marriage, with your children, with your weight, with your job, with your boss, with name it. And he wants to shine the light of Christ on it so that we can see it in full living color. And then that way it will set us free. It doesn't need to have a grip on us. And I feel like your life is such a testimony to that. Such a testimony to that. We have a new segment. I haven't even introduced it yet. Barbara knows it briefly, but I've been working on the title and no one knows about it yet because it's kind of like your, your guy. But I'm gonna have a new segment next year for the splash called It's Too Good to Be True. And it's when we meet a guest that's just too good to be true. And today our Splash family, Jessica, actually wants to bless you with $1,000. Because your story is just too good to be true. And Jesus wants to rain down on you right now because he knows you're out of work and he knows you're out of this. And we want to bless you with $1,000 from our Splash family straight from heaven. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for being a part of the Splash Zone. You are too good to be true because Jesus is the hero of your story. And you never be silent and you just keep on keeping on. And we are praying for you. We support you. We love you. Mm -hmm. And we want to come alongside of you as you continue your journey. He's the giver of all things. God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And he wants to bless you today. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, guys, thank you. This is an amazing episode, right? Yep, it was awesome. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. And I'm just, to God be the glory. And splash a little truth on your life, everybody. It's gonna set you free. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.